Hi, I'm James, and I've loved Seinfeld since the 90s. Hello, I'm Steve. I gave Seinfeld a miss the first time round, but it could be really very nice and good. And together we're watching every episode, recording our own commentary track, in the show that we like to call... Hello, Newman. Uh, uh, the internet's lousy with them, mate. Uh, what it hasn't been lousy with is uh, Hello Newman. So welcome to um, episode 71 of Hello Newman, uh, the uh, the show that goes on hiatus and doesn't tell anyone about it. Uh, apologies, uh, but we're now back uh, and hopefully our, our regular service will be resumed. I'm going to blame it on the uh, extraordinary long hot summer that we had in the UK this year. Yes. Uh, and Steve and I have just been sat on a roof somewhere with uh, like shiny material under our necks getting a really hot tan. So uh, now our beach bods are fully, fully. Yes, yeah. My my, uh, my my beach bod is uh, ready just as uh, it comes to winter time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, apologies to those of you who are subscribed and have been listening. Uh, we we uh, we're back now, uh, and hopefully this is maybe, maybe this is like you know uh, Hello Newman season two. So and uh, two point Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And this will take yep. us this will take us all the way to to uh, the finale. Uh, in what you know, a couple of years' time. <laughs> yes, there's still quite a long way to go. Yeah, no pressure, Steve. No, of course not. <clears throat> um, Plenty yeah. of time for the band to fall out. That's true. What band? What? Moving band, on. Band on the run. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, is that was it? Wings. The the band the Beatles could have been. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a bit of business I do here normally, isn't it? Like, uh, please do. Yeah. Like How does this work again? Please do like and review us on uh, iTunes and check out our Facebook and... Oh, no, sorry. No, we don't have any of that, do no. we? No. No. <laughs> but um, uh, please... But, sorry. We don't, we don't have much of a presence except for the podcast episodes. And really, mm. you know, that's going mm. back to the simpler days of um, podcasting. Even before podcasts were officially a thing and people mm. would just do an internet radio show... Uh, made up of MP3s that they put up on their website. Yeah, that's it. You just went to went to their website, and, and you can go to ours if you want. Yeah, yeah, you can go to ours. It's uh, uh, hello Newman Pod dot com. Correct. Oh yes, back in there. Um, yeah, well, you can leave comments on the on the shows there uh, if you wish, um, and uh, one of us to see them. But uh, otherwise, this is uh, it's always very much intended to be a podcast that just sort of exists is it exists there. yep we are what we are aren't we we're um we're, we're two people enjoying a sitcom together and uh very much each other's company welcome to hello newman after dark <laughs> where <laughs> steve and i will record the show completely naked apart from the clothes we're wearing okay so uh as always we will continue watching this mm-hmm. on uh prime video yes as- amazon prime video yeah um and on the day of recording, the, uh, the, um, the second series is still very much absent. Everything else is on there but season two. Curious. Yeah. Very strange. So uh, if you haven't seen it, the only way to enjoy season two, I'm saying... Time machine. Listen to our podcast. Oh, and then you'll know yep. everything you need to know about <laughs> season two of Seinfeld. Well, yeah, we'll not be a- uh, yeah. being able to see it. Absolutely. But we paint such a beautiful word picture, Steve. Uh, yeah, 
This is also, I, I, I'm going to address a little bit. Okay. Of something that's happening. First time we've been able to record actually properly face to face. Yes, it's uh, disconcerting. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. I was going to say I'm enjoying it. Oh, so okay. Well, I, at least one of us is. I feel a little bit crestfallen, but that's fine. Uh, Your crest has fallen. It has. Yeah, um, I, I would pick it up, but I don't want to make noise. Uh, so we're watching on uh, Amazon Prime Videos. It's now branded. Uh, we're on season five, episode eight. This is The Barber. The Barber. <laughs> okay, and as always, I have it queued. As always, that's the, the funny thing is, if you were here and you were recording with us, as always, this is so much more organised than I normally am. You would not <laughs> believe. So let's let's hope that oh, that pays off in the quality. Uh, I am all the zeros, uh, just about, on Amazon Prime, and I am going to press play when I say now, now. The um, so a little bit of stand up here, a little bit of uh, barbershop comedy but my god what i like about this particular piece of um uh stand up yep. as a setup for the show oh mhm is is there's show and tell so he's talking about the barber but that that my friend is a billy ray cyrus level mullet he's rocking there isn't it state of his hair that's that's an astute comparison actually mm. yep there's far too much of a party happening around the back there. Several parties. There's several parties. Hey, look at this. George has got a job interview. I am um, given how I was thinking earlier, given how uncomfortable George is with life in general. Yeah. When you see him in, and this episode very much illustrates the point, I guess, but you see him with, with people in positions of power. So comfortable. He loves this, although I think with women as well, it's the sales part. Yeah. You know, he can sell himself he can do the really well. This is this is lovely, though, the, 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 the half-finished sentence. Did he offer him a job or not? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene marks the 501st uh, appearance of Doris Flunch. Amazing. Uh, working the teal there. So it's just something to enjoy uh, for you uh, real uh, Seinfeld continuity addicts. Oh, dear. Well, that's that's very, quite fruity, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much part of the, um, the, the, the landscape they're working under there. It's pre-me too. <laughs> so uh, bosses could ask for that sort of thing. So George has managed to think himself into a quandary about this. Of course. And, I, and, and why there's a good reason not to just ask, so what happened there exactly? Yeah. I love Enter Kramer with Cigar. I um, I love George's solution, though. It's so bold. Mm-hmm. Bold. 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 So Kramer's smoking in a restaurant and Jerry's got a problem with his barber. He's smoking in a restaurant. There's not even ashtrays on the table. Yeah. Look, he's blowing that smoke at Elaine. Actually, you would have thought, in the, in the 90s, actually, and hasn't she done this before, been very anti-smoking, had she a go has. at people for, for smoking. So she's been very laid back with Kramer, stinking up the place with a cigar. Maybe she can just about bear it with Kramer. Maybe. He is so charming as well, isn't he? But I um, 
Uh, so, to Enzo's, the barber shop, and Rossini's Barber of Seville. Yes. Um, that plays uh, throughout the episode. It's a lovely set, though, this. Really nice. An immersive New York yeah. barbers. It's exactly what I imagine a New York barbers, an old Italian New York barbers looks like. I was um, I was out in a, a town I live quite nearby, uh, Valentine it's called, and um, blooming barbers in a bar. Is that real life or was that... Memorex? Was that something? I don't remember it. That guy must have had such bad haircuts in the past. Really awkward acting as well. He looks super uncomfortable. Now, here's the hair. Here's the hair, which is, is kind of a sort of schoolboy preppy cowlick kind of thing he's got going on. But don't you think such is the way that the world comes around? Mm-hmm. He kind of looks hipsterish in a way. I mean, if he had a bit more of an undercut going on there. Yeah. It would look contemporary. But it's, yeah, very, very much childish. But I, I think those jumpers are coming back as well, so. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I am. Um, I remember from listening to the commentaries in the past, though, that actually, like, <laughs> you know, hair is one of the things you can quite easily track on Seinfeld. And actually, I believe it was a problem for him because of the hours he was having to put in as showrunner and star. Yeah. That actually often, I, I, I believe, getting simple things like haircuts would become problematic. So mm. I think that this is Seinfeld reflecting real life again. Of course, Kramer's going to sort the situation out, yeah. though. I understand, I don't know about you, I understand Jerry's dilemma is like he's been using Enzo forever. Enzo's not very good. But I, I'm very similar in so much as I build loyalty towards people, even if they're not doing the optimal job. Mm. My loyalty will keep me going back for things like this. So I totally get where he's coming from. Oh, this is the, the George's idea about what he's going to do about this yeah. job conundrum. And he's going to leave himself out of focus, is what he's going to do. That's right, yeah. The focus is very much fixed on the serial behind him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, we didn't um, mention it at the time, but Elaine in the diner scene mentioned that she's helping organise a bachelor auction. Oh, yes. So, And this is the pressure for Jerry now to get his hair cut, because he's going he's gonna to appear in the bachelor auction, but obviously he needs a, needs a haircut. So George turns up at the... Up at the office. Like he owns a place. Yeah. Uh, uh, incredibly confident for uh, such a British fellow. He is, though, isn't he? When he needs to turn that on. Now, I don't want to be insulting towards Mike, but uh, I looked at Mike and thought, yeah, you've got a very late 80s, early 90s generic face. Yeah, I can see that. And I think if you take the time to watch the next episode after this, there's another character who's completely different that works in the lanes office who's got almost exactly the same generic 80s 90s face different man though uh, the, the small office because obviously gets offered which office he wants is big mm. or large there i like his tactic taking a large one flying under the radar um believe it or not um there it is Look at the that. Pensky file couple of things i think we ought to um 
observe in the office how paper light it isn't. Paper everywhere, folders, mm-hmm. files, papers everywhere. George in an office that's ready to be used by presumably an executive. Where's the computer, Steve? Where's the computer? There's no computer. And if you watch throughout this episode, no computer arrives. No. I, I would Obviously, thought- there, there wasn't the um, request put in to their computer supplier. Do you reckon a requisition wasn't placed? Yeah, probably. But this is 1993. You would have thought a, uh, a computer would have been a prerequisite. What a great first day at work. Yeah, brilliant. I like... Um, so back in the diner in Jerry and George sort of chewing over George's new job. Oh, this is lovely. The flashback. I, I, I love that the flashback reflects exactly what happened rather than... Because George has clearly got a view of what went down here. Yeah. When after two days, he made the toast for the persons. But but even in the flashback, they're all looking at him incredulously and he doesn't know. I can empathise with Jerry wearing a baseball hat. Very much so. That's happened to me once. I, had a, I got a haircut, hated it, and immediately bought a, hair, uh, yeah. a baseball cap. <laughs> nice lumberjack shirt there. Very on fleek. Ready for the laugh? Oh dear. Because the problem is he's got cowlick plus hat hair. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, luckily for the boys, it's the table getting it on this yep. occasion. disappointing he hasn't bought the Penske file with him. Doesn't need to. It's, it's there waiting for him That's the, true. the next day. That's true. Uh, such a such great friends there, laughing at um, yeah, absolutely. Jerry's expense. Well, it, it's, it's, Elaine does get a, yeah. a, a perverse amount of glee from situations like that. She's so. fueled by schadenfreude. Oh, now, that's not very good foam coverage on Kramer's face for that shave. You've got the great the accents. I really like um, uh, how incredibly over-the-top Enzo's performance is. Mm-hmm. So David Simonello, who um, who was in Bruno. Is that so? The film Bruno, yeah. Oh, I love... This is a great runner for the rest of the... The, the Edward uh, Scissorhands. Mm. Now, I'm afraid... Another while, topical reference. Yeah. It's a good, it's a really nice piece of observational humour that though. Is what does he do on the toilet? Yeah, no, it'd have been a contemporary movie, pretty much. Wouldn't mm-hmm, it? Yeah, but um, lots of walking into monks in yeah, very <laughs> in this little, episode. very little flat. So there we go. He has to get the haircut from Enzo so he can go to the bachelor's yeah. auction. That makes sense. A little uh, surreptitious uh, yeah. hairdressing going on. I am. Um, Oh. oh, look, there's uh, 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 Invisible Touch by Genesis down on the floor there. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. Enzo's a, a, a late Genesis fan. Great album. I had it on LP as well, I must admit, when I was young. Uh, I, I I don't know why, but I wondered I wondered whether um, Enzo was uh, more a fan of the, uh, the, the, the parody Edward Penis Hands looking earlier, but um, this scene clears up that he's clearly not. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I also I also wrote inspiration for Fraser question <laughs> mark. Yeah, there's and something to that, isn't there? Uh, bas- basically, uh, the fast starts at this point, and mm-hmm. this becomes high fast. This episode. But yeah, his performance is overblown, is very silly, but it allows everything to happen. Yeah, as it should, because because it it allows um, uh, not Enzo. Uh, what's his name? Gino, the other guy. Gino, yeah, allows Gino to to because it's a it's a you know he, he's a funny character. But allows him to be relatively normal around. Yes. The... I I love how outrageously large that lock of hair is. But I guess you know it's back in the day and it's low death. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, complimenting his uh, yeah. his techniques. Yeah, after just one minute, Jerry's hair's really grown on me as well. He looks very neat. He's ready for his class yeah. photo. That's a shame. Up behind us, we used to have a picture of me in a class photo, and my hair is very, very <laughs> similar. Oh, you almost got a little glimpse of the of apple, of corner, apple corner. Yeah, much excite. The K Man. The K Man. Not had that reference for no, a while. I'll take the K Man. Do you reckon that's who Kmart is? Did, would it have really made any difference? No, of course not. I I love the fact that that shot was set up so poorly that you can't get you don't get the reveal <laughs> of quite how bad his hair looks because Elaine is um hello Newman is obscuring the shot. So if you're going to have intrigue and high farce, you've got to. Bring Newman into that, haven't you? Newman, Newman has to, has to be on that. Absolutely. His uh, very arch performance in this mm. episode. Oh, I, I made a note about, yeah, a, a performance later on is so meta. <laughs> it's it's almost perfect. But Wayne Knight's a very competent actor. Mm-hmm. I love I love this. I see. I've not. I'm not familiar with the story of the Barber of Seville. Is it like this? I'm not that familiar with it either. Yeah. Is it? Um, is it about someone who's cheating with another hairdresser? It's not about hairdressing. Oh. But it. But it is about um, a tryst. But the barber things what. Nice drumming from George. It is nice, but he's wrecking those pencils. Yeah, he is wrecking those pencils, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he hits that desk, that desk stays hit. He's very much the John Bonham of desk (laughs) desk drumming. I didn't really see his um, his feet. No, that's true. Mr. Penske. Yeah, Yeah. he's here. Um, George has not taken um, any of that time during his Mm. first week at the office to decorate. None at all. I think he knows that there's no point, really. You know, because the boss still hasn't come back from vacation. He's sort of, you know, until the seal, the deal's definitely sealed. He's put a lot of work into the Penske file, Steve. Even Penske thinks he's doing a great job. Yeah, he's reorganised everything yeah. inside that file. Oh, this feels like a job offer. I'm sure nothing can be left ambiguous during that. 
Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, his car needs towing. Oh, there we go. Headed off at the pass. Yeah, well, that's New York. Great hat. He is aware. I am aware. <laughs> oh. This is the part of the episode where I stop talking and start watching because I love this. It's it's a really nicely paced farce at this point. Okay, watch out for some perfect meta acting here. Okay, I'm going to keep my eyes um, peeled. Um, bear in mind that Wayne Knight is acting, Newman, acting as if he needs a pee. Yeah. It's perfect! Expert, expert performance nailed it completely. <laughs> he is right though. Jerry is suspiciously neat. He's right. That's why people yeah. thought that Jerry was gay. Yeah, absolutely. Not very well anything wrong with that. Very neat. Not there's anything wrong with that. No. A lot of mirrors too. Does everyone have a, uh, a purplish uh, dressing gown? Um, I, no, I've got kind of a teal, oh. teal one. Maybe it's because Jerry and I have purple. He's watching Edward Scissorhands, and the reason why you can yeah. tell that he is is because there's lots of scissoring yeah. sounds going yeah, on absolutely. in the background. Yeah. Do you know I didn't pick that up before? It's very subtle. <laughs> well done. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 attempt to capture the the hair. See some Pepsi in the. Uh, very prominently displayed in the fridge there. I did. Yeah. It's a very Snapple-shaped bottle that he's uh, gone for, by the way. Yeah, but they're not talking about Snapple anymore. It's a shame, really. Snapple? I'm not thirsty. <laughs> nice. There's Lipton. Beautifully done. Oh, I love Newman <laughs> so much. <clears throat> I got confused because I could hear horns again. Are they fugal horns, do you think? Oh, still... Yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, I think they're cut off the same wig because they do match perfectly. (laughs) I like... (laughs) I like like the deal. I like the deal that Newman... uh, That Newman made with... um, uh, With him... Was was it a year of haircuts and a comb? And a comb, (laughs) yep. Push for a hard bargain with that comb. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the bachelor auction. He's a Harvard grad. I'd pay $1,000 for a... As long as there was the promise of sex, of course. Never really explain exactly, do we, how Elaine has ended up hosting this. Well, I guess if she organised it. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah, she's the only person. Surely anyone else who knows her wouldn't necessarily want her hosting an event. Now, the only thing that bothers me with this a little bit is uh, one thing we know about Kramer is he has magnetic charisma. Yep. Um. But um, yeah, none of that's coming across in the bachelor auction, is it? No, he's he's talking about where he yeah. could, it could actually be super suave. Yeah, because he knows how to do it. He does. He does. I mean, it it got him uh, a Calvin Klein photo shoot. So so. great, Prattful. And that's a very good point. Is he's a bachelor? 
Who's a Calvin Klein model? Yeah. That's got to be worth at least 10 bucks, isn't it? I would say so. Yeah. Elaine didn't really do the, the, the best job no. of pitching him, though. She could have made something up. Yeah. What I don't get here is why isn't Enzo cutting his hair? Why are they sat down watching Edward Scissorhands? Because it's such an engrossing film. Which I've never seen it. And I reckon I'm at that point in my life now where I don't. It's not really part of the zeitgeist anymore, is it? So there's no real is need. That, is that the only reason why you'd watch something? Yeah, I don't watch right. things to enjoy them. I only watch things because of where they're sat in the zeitgeist. Fair enough. Brilliant. He's very angry. He is a very angry. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> <laughs> oh... And it was only at this point I realised that they, they have got exactly the same uniform of brown brown shirt, white overalls. Yeah. And it's the only way that we could really tell yeah. that they're barbers is if they walked around yeah. their entire life. Do you th- oh, this is brilliant. Gino, Gino uh, captivated by the TV, is beautiful. <laughs> so George's boss is, is back and George is having a kip. Although George's boss looks annoyed because George was asleep. At least he's at work. He's just come in. He's got his overcoat on. Yeah. And he's had a week off. Quarter past three in the afternoon. Wow. What sort of time of day is that? A roll in the work if you're the I boss. Know. Shocking. Well, who knew he would know exactly what's in the Benson right, file? Right, yeah. All the, evidence, all the evidence prior to that was leading towards the conclusion that he would definitely not know what was in the Bensky file. Well, it's difficult to start a job in the workplace with absolutely no guidance whatsoever. Yeah. It reminds me very much of there was a, I only saw it the once, but it was a, a sort of a, a tragicomic drama starring Lenny Henry, <laughs> where uh, he um, pretended to work in a supermarket. It's mm. very much like that. I've never seen it since, and uh, I don't, can't remember what it's called. And I wonder if I ever see it again. Oh, lovely! So, so Newman actually having the balls to cut someone's hair? Yeah. <laughs> And Jerry clearly going to take his revenge with some clippers. <laughs> great, great final face. Now, I can't remember if this is the first time it's happened. No uh, outro stand-up. No. This is it. This is the first yeah. time. So the clarification of the Penske situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> particularly bad. Yeah, yeah. And I, a nice touch that he's making himself a little noose <laughs> as well. Yeah. Fully operational too, if you're a mouse. He's got a computer. Of course. Really old looking IBM compatible. <laughs> so, Castle Rock, you think it's over, right? Not quite. Great final payoff. Absolutely fantastic. A real format breaker there at the end, uh, but indeed, very, very nicely done. Uh, so that was uh, season five, episode eight, the barber. Steve, uh, what did you make of it? 
Oh, it's this bit. It is, yeah. See, oh, I remembered. Yeah, well done. Let's let's be honest. It's not the it's not the hardest format in the world to remember. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the the bit where I um, stumble over all of my words. I think this is brilliant. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I could just leave it there, but there is yeah. there is slightly more to say. But I really do think this is a very Thanks, strong Steve. episode. Uh, moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, densely packed. Perfectly told. Neat little story, all in one. Um, everyone's throwing their A game in performance-wise. Everyone believes that this is a good episode. You could just see it. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Jerry really enjoyed himself here too. Actually, one of his better performances to date. I totally agree. And um, we, uh, you, you were talking about Enzo and Gino. They were, mm-hmm. you know, really hamming, hamming it up, mm-hmm. especially Enzo. Yeah. Um, both both nailing what they needed to do. You know, Gino didn't have to be so OTT because Enzo was doing that for him. Also covers the fact that if the guy playing Gino wasn't a particularly good actor, it didn't matter. I guess. Um, but, um, yep, they they played up those roles fantastically. A, a knowing, wink-wink, New York Italian um, pastiche, all very good. Um, the, the farce aspect was... Um, you know, not just, not just like well placed and performed, but also intentionally theatrical because of that Barbara of Seville connection. Mm. You know, very very loosely the plotting is sim- is is the same. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously we hear the musical stings mm-hmm. used throughout, which which again was a really neat touch. An- another chart, another case where, like, the the format gets broken, but you know, for very good reason, and not not just to you know to throw you off or, or 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 do something just because it's crazy, but actually because there is a very strong thematic reason for doing it, which overrides the usual Seinfeld template. So. Um, I was yeah, I was imp- really impressed with how it put together. I really enjoyed the fact that you know there was so much going on that they decided to do a credits and a post credit sequence. Yeah, um, opportunity for a few extra gags as well, which was really nice. Um, the thing with Kramer and the auction is interesting. It gave him, we were talking about it a little bit at the time. It gave him the opportunity to do a little bit of physical comedy, but I, I kind of, I kind of feel that they, they missed the opportunity of him raising an awful lot of money. Yes. And that being just as funny, if not funnier, mm-hmm. the fact as a last minute replacement with very little going for him, he just yeah. smooths his way down the catwalk and he earns more than a half a grad. Yeah. And that would have been, that that would have caught Elaine by surprise and would have yeah. been just as funny. Or. Then stumbling over and would have potentially been a better use of the character. Or alternatively, you can see... It, it, it's, but it reflects poorly on Elaine, I suppose, and that's embarrassing for her. It's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird throwaway in so much as you can quite easily see an episode where at the beginning, Kramer ends up um, being a bachelor and the, the Kramer story ends up being a, a, 
a farce of a date, you mm. know, or, you know, something disastrous that will then blow back on Elaine. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you're, you're right. It's almost curious, isn't it? It's sort of uh, Kramer and Elaine's um, role is somewhat diminished to serve the A story, which is at this point coming le- less and less common that there's yeah. just one A A story that's serviced and nothing else. But then you've got a big, you've got a big story with George, big story with Jerry. You know, it, it does leave sort of Elaine and, and Kramer sort of grabbing around the edges, really, in this one, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I think this one succeeds not just by being very well put together, but also the fact that it it will no doubt stand out in this season and potentially other seasons as well in comparison as something that is, a, you know, a delightful shift in the traditional format. You know, yeah. they had an idea, they play to that strength. It's theatrical, it's farcical. Um, and then you just kind of like a little bottle kind of episode. Mm-hmm. You just have that there that, that does something different and stands yeah. out, does a really good job. And then you just get back into the swing of a regular yep. season. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that about it as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really bowled over by this. It was a lot of fun and Good. very, very nicely done. Yeah, reflects a really dynamic writing team. Yeah. Really dynamic creative forces behind the, the show. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a really good example of, of Seinfeld sort of having a good idea and not being afraid to break format a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, good. Uh, more to add, have you? No, sir. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you for that, Steve. That was great. I'm really glad you enjoyed that one because it is a great show. Uh, great show. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed it too, listener. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the listenings. Yep. Makes sense. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. More listenings uh, to follow. Yeah. Stick it. Stick in with that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, uh, probably for us sooner than you, unless you're binging. In which case, uh, you're ahead of us. So, uh, congratulations. You're going to be, basically, if you are binging, you're going to be compressing 15 minutes of, uh, chatting. Uh, so that we do off mic. So, <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, and again, uh, if you're a regular listener, uh, apologies for the hiatus. Uh, we will make every attempt to make sure we are back onto our regular weekly schedule. Oh, yes. Hence forth. Uh, until next time, uh, goodbye. Ta-ta, ta-tell. Mm.